Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Wolves Fancast. David Evans here on the podcast this week. Roy's here. Hello. Adam's here. Oh, for the cup. Oh, don't spoil my vista. <laughs> <laughs> Andy's here. Ahoy, ahoy. What I was going to say is, gentlemen, I've got a little secret for you. Just gather round. Just gather round. We're gathered. I'm bloody up for the cup. <laughs> I'm bloody up for it. Uh, we're going to talk about Bournemouth. We're going to talk about new deals, stadium developments. But firstly, gentlemen, Wolves are through to the FA Cup quarterfinals, baby. Oh, yeah. We've done it. It's the first time that Wolves have got to the quarterfinals since 2003, and it was because of a 1-0 away win to Bristol City Cavalero with the goal. Let's start with the most important bit. There was a dog wearing a Wolves shirt in the away end. The magic of the cup's still alive. There's yeah. lots of puns, wasn't there? Yeah. Quite a lot of puns. Like Matt Doggerdean. So, <laughs> yeah. Wolverhampton Wanderers. Oh, <laughs> That's all we got. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is all we got. Yeah, so we had the we had the cat at Anfield, now we've got a dog. Yeah. You know, what so next? Yeah. A dog is a very classic sort of FA Cup thing, you know, we've talked about the FA Cup, haven't we? That dog in the crowd. That is pretty cool. We're still waiting yeah. for the dog on the pitch though, are we? Dog on the pitch. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. That's a holy trinity mm. right there. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter poll of what animal would you like to see at the next Wolves game? Because <laughs> the... I think we've mentioned this, we've had a squirrel before on the pitch in the league, like when we got back to the championship. Um, yeah. But yeah, other animals <laughs> we'd like to see. Uh, let's talk about the game then, gentlemen, obviously. Not apart from the, the dog, of course, which was the, the main highlight of the game. Uh, a great first half, perhaps sat back a bit in the second half, but we got it over the line, into the quarterfinal. What, do, what was our overall thoughts of this win I thought it was quite comfortable I know they said on the the TV when the match finished our Wolves have just sort of edged it but I don't think Bristol ever really laid a glove on a second half they had a lot of possession but never really tested Ruddy no I mean I think I was probably in the minority of the people who just wasn't worried about the game beforehand and there's a lot of people who were saying oh that we're going to struggle or I just couldn't see it. I, I, I don't know why people were concerned about it. I mean, considering where we are and the teams we've beaten, we, I mean, at the minute, I think we'd be disappointed if we lost to like ninth or tenth in the Premier League, never mm. mind like sixth in the Championship. I just, I couldn't see. I, I understood and I understand like they're in, they was in good form in the run up to the game, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but I mean, they're only beating teams like Blackburn and Shitty Villa, Shitty Villa, <laughs> and bloody Preston or whoever they were beating. And fine, they're in a good form, but I just thought we've got better players than them. I thought we shouldn't really struggle too much against these. I mean, the only cave- I would caveat that and say that if I, if when the team sheet came out and I saw that it was like Costa and Charo up front, then you'd be going, oh, oh. <laughs> no, no, anything's possible now. Roll of a dice, but- Adam. Adam, it's only going to be a two-nil win this time. <laughs> <laughs> but no, in the seriousness, in the seriousness, I just thought. I was really confident going into going in going into the game. I, I didn't think that they would. I, I thought we would be able to cope with what they had to, mm. to throw at us. And yeah, in the game, I think we'd said like you know, first half we were quite assured and we we were very much in control mm. of the game. And then yeah, second half. Admittedly, I I, I felt second half. I didn't, I didn't think it was as comfortable, and I thought it was quite a bit of a, a tough watch because. Obviously, Johnson had said whatever. He made a double sub, didn't he, at half-time. And then, uh, I don't know, they just seemed a lot more up for it second half. And we had either made consciously or subconsciously made a decision to just sit mm. back and absorb. And I don't know whether that was their plan or what. I don't know. But um, 
it was the ending was a little less comfortable than I would have liked. But, but yeah, do you not think ending. that they never look like scoring? No, realistically, no, yeah, I mean their best right, chance yeah. was their goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. It, that was that's pretty much what it came down to. They had a lot of possession, but within twenty yeah. yards of our goal, they didn't really do much. And I know it was an opposition, but that, that was a bit of a magic. The FA Cup, their goalkeeper, last ten seconds, corner, has only a shot. in the cup, only in the cup, <laughs> oh, it was and, so good. and saved as well yeah. by Ruddy. For me, I mean, leading into the game, I, w- I was a little concerned because I thought we were pretty average against Shrewsbury. Um, and I was concerned as to probably what Price was alluding to there about the potential team selection as well. So I thought coming up against a real informed Bristol side, if we perhaps would have started with Traore or Gibbs White, who hasn't been in great form this year, then I would have been concerned taking into account our previous performances in the Cup. But in regards to the game, yeah, first half, I think they paid us a lot of respect. Uh, compliment to us in terms of how we played, but we looked so comfortable, so assured. But I thought we were kind of under par in terms of our performance. We should have been at least two or three up uh, coming to half time. Mm. And then you expect a difference of of a game because Bristol must have thought, hang on, we're in this game and we really shouldn't be in this game. And I think that gave them confidence, had made the changes. But yeah, Andy's, Andy makes a good point because a few people I've talked to at work this week, I thought it was a bit uncomfortable and I thought. You know, there was there was a clearance off the line. Ruddy came out, and they got a lot of ball in the box. And then I was like, "No, we're all right." So it's one of those. But I think, yeah, it was a cliche game game with two halves. Um, it's just good to get mm-hmm. through. Well, there was one goal in the game that came from Cavalero in the first half. It was the first shot in the match on 28 minutes, fully enough. And there was 19 passes in 58 seconds before the goal, which just came from our good friend David Wilding on Twitter. Um, it's a great kind of build-up, and it all started from Cody. Another spray pass. It's text- textbook wars, that, isn't yeah. it? If ever you could tip, like boil down what air, what air, air chances and goals are like, it's, it's that one for, from the season. <laughs> it's that yeah. one, it's a diagonal pass from Cody. Doherty runs through, and <laughs> everyone backs fall for every time. He go, he pretends he's going to cry, like shapes his body to cross. Then he just brings it inside, and somehow, even if the defender gets touching the ball, he bobbles through, and he gets through anyway. Yeah. It just seems to, it's like plan A just seems to work all the time. Yeah. Miss that that trick, and he's, he's through, and uh, but no one's marking Cavalero, and no. it, it is a great finish. And I have said before, he's he's probably the best finisher at, at the club. He doesn't get much chance to show no. it because obviously he's on the bench most weeks. But um, when I saw the ball being cut back to him, I just thought, oh, here we go. <laughs> At least it's going to be on target. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think him and his shooting boots were a bit off after mm. the game. But I mean, when I saw it comes to Cavalero, I thought, here we go. This is going. That's in. who you want it to fall to there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was nearly two. Doc, it could, Doc's chance, which it hit the post. The build up to that mm. and the one to trust him and Ezzy's kind of back heel through the box for Doc was incredible. And just that, thought, that would have been the best team goal of the season for yeah. us. That would have just been superb. So lovely, isn't it? Just so lovely to watch. Mm. It's so good. Jake Cassidy would never have done that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to talk about another guy as well who got married the match, Matinho. Oh. Just five million pounds for that good-looking bastard. It's crazy, isn't it? Mm. You know, we, uh, he's, he's got a lot of attention this week, and, and rightly so. But not just this week. I mean, some of his performances recently have been brilliant. Um, just so comfortable, so assured. I mean, there's, there's many you know superlatives we can say about him, but. 
it's just a joy to have in the team, isn't he? And I thought he was fantastic. I thought Doc had a great game. I thought Cody was good. Well, maybe touch on man of the match at the moment. So, but yeah, on on Martino, just fantastic. You mm. know, I think it's interesting because at the start of the season, a lot of focus was on Neves, and um, probably rightly so of what he did last year. But Martino has been the talisman, hasn't he? Mm. Really, this season um, in centre midfield, and he was brilliant again. And kind of putting me in that role behind the front two as well seems to work for him because you know earlier on the season it, it just didn't seem to work with him in Neves and now you know shifted it around a bit well, that role yeah. uh, it seems to when be we so... had that, uh, that that dodgy patch in mm. October was it November mm. um, that two man midfield didn't quite stick and I think it's the donk isn't it that's, yeah, that's mm. really that, that's freedom, really made yeah. the difference pushing him that little bit further forward it did work didn't it at the start like Remember the start of the season, yeah. Neves, to start off with, it was like, this is brilliant. Like Who says we need the... Because Moutinho took on the role of being the tough tackler in mm. midfield, didn't he? And then after X amount of games and that, and that coinciding with that lull period, everyone was thinking, oh, mm, it's not... It's We've been found that it, well, it's not really working anymore. And then, then coming, I think there was some of the old... The, the, the cliche comments of, oh, he's 32, his legs aren't... Mm. Can't do it. And then, obviously, what Nuno's doing, he's just changed it slightly. Once... The donk has got up to speed, you know. He wasn't being played probably for a reason because his fitness wasn't there. Yeah. He wasn't ready yet. And once that's finally got up to speed, he's been introduced. And then he's been able to put him and Neves in the middle and then Moutinho yeah. up front. And we haven't really looked back since, have we? It's been... Mm. But the best out of, I think, all involved. All, all, of, all three it, of those yeah. players. Yeah. yeah, It's brought the best out of all of them. We saw Neves has been a bit more freed up to do what he does best. And then we've got Moutinho, who kind of has a bit of a licence to roam in some respects. And, well... And it's brought the results. best out of our forward players because before then we playing with the two wide forwards. It just it obviously wasn't working. Mm. But making it a bit more narrow and getting the link up player to be Matinho, the forwards have just been thriving off it. Yeah, um, no, no mm. other Wolves player made as many passes or crosses or tackles in the game as Matinho on Sunday. It's not bad for a 32, 32 no. year old, is he? That's just what an incredible work rate. I don't like the fact that I'm older than Matinho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as 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 we all are, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, well, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's great. I think I think you. I think I saw you, Dave, talk about Patricio the other day as well. That you were older than Patricio. I think. I, yeah, I'm older than Patricio now. Yeah, and it's it's that thing when footballers, you're you know you're younger than them. It's you know sorry, you know, you're older it's than them. Meet, it's crazy. It's, if you like, meet. A, a Wolves player now you still expect him age. to be like a footballer and, a, and, and you are you are fanboy you want to picture them and then mm. there's a tiny point you're thinking you're I'm a grown up here yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. a grown up <laughs> I'm, I'm probably you. 8 or 10 years on you but yeah. I'm like oh I want a picture yeah. <laughs> is he the, he's their oldest player isn't he I would think no one, so yeah. I believe so yeah that was um, older than Matinho is it not in the first team no how old is Ruddy I can't Ruddy might be the, might the, the older I think of the regular players Matinho then it's probably got 28 so how was that oh, our yeah. oldest player is only quote unquote 32 yeah I mean mm. and, and that type of player and that type of quality you know very cliche but you'd expect him to play for a number of years with us you know in that type of role but it's interesting isn't it and all credit to Nuno really because as, as we spoke about briefly there, at the start of the season, it was great. I think back to some of the games like Man United away with Matinho and Neves working well. And I think it was the Huddersfield game that maybe changed things, where that midfield too, for whatever reason, was being crowded out and we needed that little bit of assurance in there. We've had that and, and Matinho's gone again and he's, he's thrived again. So, um, yes, yeah, we've just got to enjoy it, really. Enjoy watching him, him as a footballer. Mm-hmm. Um, there, um, was, there was even a drop ball 
Yeah, I, I mean, you don't see drop balls anymore, nah. do you? And that it wasn't really, because you say it wasn't a drop ball, was it? He slammed it down into <laughs> yeah. the floor. Yeah. Bounced it. Bounced back up to chest height, <laughs> so they're both doing karate kicks to try yeah. and get the ball. It's one of those like, really, really rare glitches in FIFA where you get a drop ball, and you're like, lad, it's a drop <laughs> ball, come on. That's that's when you know the rest fucked up, though, yeah. isn't it? He's like, I've, I've blew my whistle, I don't know why. Drop ball. Okay, get back on. John, John Ruddy's save, but... Sa- Attempted to save against Shrewsbury is a fever glitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anything's a fever glitch in real life, it was that. Um, were there any uh, personal good or bad performances against Bristol City for everybody else? We talked Matinho, Doc as well, more assists for him once again on the card. But anyone else particularly stand out for people? Back three, I thought was solid. Mm. Didn't really give much away again. That's what you want to see from them. Um, Johnny looked decent, even though Martin Keown says he doesn't like to defend, which I thought was the weirdest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I don't know where he's come up with that shit, but... Martin Keown. Yeah. I, I think I don't think there was any bad performances that I can think of, Dave. I think if, you, if you're being super critical, you could think maybe Sace wasn't great. Yes, but I am being super critical. Yeah, OK. <laughs> um, but but no, that, that aside, it was it, it was a solid, um, pretty much all round 1-11. One, one um, so, yeah. Was there something in the game? Somebody put it on the group chat today, and I missed it. Did, did I'm not surprised you yeah, missed it. Yeah. <laughs> People need to know how many messages you get all day on this group chat. Um, did Sace have a go at Triore at some point in the match? Somebody said that on the group chat today. Yes. Yeah. There was a bit where Traore needed to clear his lines, and he didn't, and it put us under pressure. So Sace gave him a bollocking. Uh, well, on Traore, though, he, he seemed to be more trouble than he's worth when he did come on, though, in fairness. He was giving silly stuff away and that, you know... Um, he he worked against us, critical. didn't he, when yeah, he came yeah. on? It, was, it wasn't a great uh, sub-performance. He wasn't on long, either. He was no. only on for five, no, five minutes. <laughs> and he just put us in constant danger. What do we think of the handball appeal for Bristol City against Doc's potential Which handball? Because there was two from Doc. There was one, apparently, in the lead-up to the goal. Which, and and there was the penalty because that was a pen, that would. That I'm was talking about. Well, I only saw one. The blade to Morris hands out. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I mean, if, that, if that was us, mm. we would be screaming blue murder, wouldn't we? The, the only thing I think is that he hasn't kicked it from far away, and Ash Doherty's jumping to his right, so his arms sort of trail him. I think the ref may have seen it that way, and that's why he hasn't given it. Plus, they didn't really appeal. None of their players mm. appealed. It was a half-assed appeal from the fans. Yeah, I so I, I don't think the ref had much to make a decision on. I think that, um, like for me, if, 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 if his hand is kind of in an unnatural position because doesn't doesn't need to be up there really. Um, but he's not above elbow height. He, his arms still down. We've seen less given, yeah. less work. Yeah. I think because you're potentially giving the referee a, a chance to make a decision, and I, one, I guess one reason why, and I didn't see it first in real time because the trajectory of the ball didn't change. Although it did hit his hand, I don't yeah. think the ball really changed. So if there was a, a, it sort a of big change up. in the yeah. Yeah, trajectory of the ball, people might have just appealed. But because the cross come in almost as he was meant mm. to, I don't think any of the Bristol players... Mm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, but I mean, it, for me, I would have said that was a I, I thought it was blatant. It was Barry Blayton from Blaytonsbury, <laughs> Blaytonbury Drive. Blaytonstone. Blaytonstone, <laughs> Blayton penalty. I do, I really do. So I think we got away with that one. And... Um, I think it's something else which, you know, I think even the Newcastle fans are piling after the, after the game about it, which makes me laugh. <laughs> and, uh, those damn wars getting those decisions again. Because uh, you know. there was a video from BT Sport afterwards where they showed Nuno yeah. play and yeah. his reaction was just, 
No, no, no. I just thought well played. And he called the referee Roman accent, accent Atkinson as well. Mm. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Right, let's do um, Champagne Man the match before we obviously get to next opponents. Champagne Man the match, gentlemen. Does it go to Matinho or does it go to somebody else? Who's it going to? I'll go Doherty. Hmm? I'll go Doherty for his all all round game and and for the assist. So yeah, Doherty for me. Adam. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking Doherty as well, just because that that trick always works. Just that cutting inside <laughs> trick just seems to work all the time. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I was going to go with Cody. I thought he marshaled the defence fantastically, and those that ball over to the top was just perfect again. Mm. So yeah, Cody for me. Uh, also Martinho, give it back to him. Just because. Just because. Because mm, yeah. it's Default setting, Matinho. But, but like, the, the thing I like Matinho as well, which is such a stupid, childish fanboy thing, is the way he acknowledges the fans on corners. <laughs> when he goes yeah. over to the corner. Cause I know that sounds so, so sad, but those are the sort of things which I appreciate. Yeah. Because instead of, you know, you get a midfielder just going over, but he does it in a way which is like... I'll just acknowledge and have a little wave. <laughs> I'll take my time. I'll dictate. I'll put the ball outside of the white line like yeah. he does all the time. Yeah. The linesman's like, ah, it's Matinho, it's fine. Yeah. He, can, he, can, he can do that. He's just so casual and classy about it. He's just, uh, it's, it's like he just doesn't get, I guess because he's so experienced, he just doesn't get flustered in anything that he does. Uh, right, we'll talk about the FA Cup quarter-final draw, gentlemen, which was on Monday night. We all watched it intently, and it's going to be Manchester United at home. A week commen- well, was it the weekend, the 16th and 17th of March. It got up to that point where it was Man United, Millwall or Brighton. And let's be honest, we were already saying 2-8, and 2-8, and 2-8 and mm-hmm. for the ball numbers. And then Man United came out. We all perhaps sighed and then realised this could be a cracking tie. Molyneux, potential evening game, Man United, round two. This could be good, gentlemen. It's classic FA Cup. We're up for the cup. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was strangely very, very nervous. I don't know why. I, I can't explain why I was nervous. But I was, I was, proper, I was just shaking my hand. I wasn't like shaking. You know, you that like nervous sort of. You keep shaking your legs yeah, yeah. backwards and forwards. Mm. I was just doing that for ages. And I'm, What's going on here? I'm just. It's eight balls. What's going on? <laughs> why am I? Re- like, and then, and then. City got their customary easy passage, Man City, because mm-hmm. I mean, when sort of swans it, I mean they've had quite an easy passage, haven't they? It's they Man have City. so far. But um, yeah, I was I, I momentarily forgot the numbers because I saw balls come out first, and I was always celebrating, going yes, home drop, that's what we wanted, and then I just thought of shit, well, what's the numbers again? Um, uh, Man United, Man United's come up, Man United, which fine, you know, I'm not really, I'm not bothered about it really. I mean, it's better, it'll generate more excitement and an atmosphere. As it is now, than if it was Millwall at home. Yes, there's mm. almost less yeah, pressure isn't there because it would be an expectation. We're better than the dogs. I get that. But when I saw it, I was like, "Yeah, but we want to win the cup." I know it will be an amazing game and it'll be great atmosphere. But I just want to win the cup. Mm. And I saw United just in that game prior to the draw against Chelsea, and they look as the, the, the they look the form side. They look fantastic, and I would potentially even want to play City right now as opposed to United because I think they look that good. I'm not saying we can't beat them and, and you know, you don't want to be tuned as being negative but I was like, no, I wouldn't win the Cup so I want mm. the easiest try. I don't care if it's 20, you know, it would still be, a, if we got a sellout at home against uh, Shrewsbury or Shrewsbury, then we're going to get it against Millwall, Swansea, whoever 
and we want to win the cup. And you're just accommodating you're, you know, for both audiences of Shrewsbury Shrewsbury. I am, yeah. I've put, I've put that in there before the letters um, <laughs> um, get sent in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so no. So for me, yes, it will be a fantastic tie. But I was disappointed because I thought, well, mm, it's a bold claim mm. to say you want to play United over City. Yeah. Yeah, I do because I just, I, I, it's just one. Of, I, I, we have a decent record against City at home, and I just thought, well, if we got them at home. Yeah, we'll we'll bring them on. But United, I just, I yeah, I would, I would fear. But absolutely, I would have wanted, you know, your Swansea or Watford or you know, Brighton at home. You know, at home, don't we? We have, we have. Times. I know it's different, yeah. different teams. I know, but yeah, I mean, they are different teams, and I think. I just, yeah, I would have liked to. We're talking about passages here. I would like an. E- <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have liked an easier passage, but. A looser passage. A looser, a looser yeah. passage, yeah. yeah. It's quite but tight. you're going to have to yeah. beat one of these teams at some point in yeah. the Cup. So You are. Yeah, I don't know. Man City might slip up. Man United might slip up. We could have Swansea in the final. Yeah. The days. <laughs> yeah. And then lost. <laughs> That's the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> right, gentlemen. Look, we all agree. We're up for the Cup. Up for Cup takes a slight hiatus for a couple of weeks. And we're back for it. Back for the Cup. Do do we have any preference on what day we want the game to be on? Because that seems to be a, a conversation point at the minute. Because it can either be fr- potentially Friday, yeah, at some point Saturday, at some point Sunday. They've, they've said it could be the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, haven't they? Mm. So the and there's four ties. So I'm guessing <laughs> are they going to have one a day. day over that period? Just, just I like, personally don't give a shit to be honest. Just, no. really just, just like your apples, have, have no. one FA Cup tie a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care. Just whatever day it's on. I need to reorganise plans if it's Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think Saturday evening might be a. I might lean more towards. That I think point. it's the uh, for an atmosphere you, you would probably want a Saturday evening. Not mm. that the atmosphere is not going to be amazing because it's a quarterfinals of the FA Cup, but there is a significant difference between it being played at midday, for example. I don't know what the BT Sport or BBC schedule is, as opposed to a five thirty where. People have started to get prepared early on for it. So, mm. uh, well, I'm get rid of pies as well. Um, after oh, that yeah. incident, you can't cough, cough a pie. Yeah. 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 Can't cough you, a pie anymore. You, can't cough a pie anywhere. Do you think that was ex- what did she, what did that lady get? She got a three year ban for chucking a pie. Mm. Yeah. 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 Have you heard yeah. the reason that her solicitor gave that she'd recently split up with her partner? So that so, was an excuse. So that was why she coughed a pie. <laughs> In someone's face. <laughs> right, uh, I want to just quickly mention on the stadium redevelopment, they've talked about how it's likely going to start in 2020 uh, rather than uh, this summer. And it's going to be the Steve Ball stand first, everybody. Anybody got any thoughts on that at all? They or, said it's going well, up to 46,000, is it? It's going yeah. to be. Mm-hmm. But the Steve Ball redevelopment's only going to add an extra 1,500. About so, a thousand um, corporates. That's corporate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I'm just a bit confused how they're going to get up to 46 because that means they'll need to have a massive South Bank when yeah. that's done. It's going to be like Dortmund, isn't it? It's the it's, one gigantic it's the, one. Yeah. Vogue thing, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone's having mm. the big, big South Bank. But aren't they, aren't they <laughs> going to join the quadrant though to the stable? Will that incorporate? Oh, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some more additional and I mean the stable stand. It looks a little bit of an eyesore, doesn't it? And it, it kind of, um, yeah, it, it's not to scratch. So. Um, yeah, bring it on. Uh, we've talked before, haven't we, about limits to attendances and over sort of you know what our fan base is. But forty six at this current rate is, is achievable. 
Um, Samples, so, yeah. And then you've still got the room because you could always then redevelop the Billy Wright as well. Mm. Right at the very end, if you do need to go for a 60,000 seat. I guess that would be example. more difficult, wouldn't it, given it's backed right by a main road? Probably. And it's basically where all the, the main corporate is. And the Money talks, is. doesn't it? Yeah, so. yeah true, true. We're tarmac over the Waterloo Road. Yeah. Can't <laughs> over there any longer. Bosun says. I mean, I always thought, uh, being a South Banker, I was always uh, desperate for that to be um, to be redone because it's a bit, it's a, as I thought, it's a bit of a cattle crush at half time to go, you yeah. know, make your way about. Um, and I thought, yeah, it makes sense because when once that's expanded, when they start doing the Steve Ball, people from Steve Ball can go and the expanded South yeah, Bank, yeah. brilliant, yeah. all makes sense. Uh, but I did have the the displeasure of sitting in the Steve Ball stand for the Shrewsbury uh, cut replay, and uh, bloody hell, you cannot move. You, you literally cannot it's go anywhere hovel, in, in yeah. that hovel of a stand. Mm. I really felt quite strongly about this because I tried to I tried to a have a piss and b get me a cup of um, hot drink. It was a cold night, and like, <laughs> and it was like really hard treat that was. <laughs> And I could do neither because you just met with a sea of about like 200 or more people and the bars are past the toilets and oh, I could go on all night. But either way, I was like, this is ridiculous. This stand needs bulldozing and <laughs> needs bulldozing now. The, and bring, the, the bring seats, up to today's standard. The seats are terrible. Seats so, are awful. If you're in the bottom, worse than the, the lowest, bottom here, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. They've sort of chopped off the edges, so they're slightly mm. more narrow. If you're in the upper tier, they're not in line with the seat in front, so your knees are rubbing against them. I mean, I'm only six foot. I'm not that tall, relatively Depends speak. Who's next year really could be quite pleasurable, but <laughs> yeah. But that was it, <laughs> yeah. It, it's such an old stand. It's so eighties from the yeah. back, and I, I remember like God, that well, that was my probably my first seat in the red seats in the John Island as it was, and a, what felt like a running trap between there and the the pitch. But the view's not bad, and you know. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, I think. Um, it's just desperately yeah. in need of a, yeah. a refresh. Though. I mean, that was a, that that stand was the first stand I had my season ticket in back when like we've, when we first got promoted, so two thousand three. We only spent one year in there, so I kind of forgotten what it was like in mm. there till like went in there for that game. Because for cup games, I normally go in like the Billy Wright. Mm. Just probably what, the height of technology at that point. You're like, yeah. oh wow, look at this. And at the time, I thought this is brilliant, and now yeah, it's just it's dramatically showing its its age and needs to be brought up to today's standards uh, other news uh, Cody and Doc have got new deals until 2023 well deserved really you know one man bought by Mick McCarthy one man bought by Kenny Jacket and look where they are now flourishing what can you say about those two I mean you know like with someone like Doherty the, how he's you know the number of managers that he's been through and, and how he's developed as a player just absolutely immense um, and then Cody as, as well has been fantastic um, Cody, I always, I always thought was a player, and he looked decent in the middle, and then he had some competition, and then he moved back. But he just personifies what you want in a captain and a leader, and it's just, I mean, what can you say about those two, really? Real standout players. And, and it just shows the tactics, not the tactics, actually, I guess, the management of existing players where they look to renew their contracts probably a couple of years in advance to secure them. Uh, and uh, Sace as well was, was yeah. There's a there's a there's well, a re- yeah. yeah there's a report that he may it's get a new deal as less well. Less surprising may, but again that might just be to cover your your assets. Mm. But is I mean, he linked with yeah. Atletico Madrid? Yeah, I wonder where that mm. link's come from. I wonder who's involved with that club. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean the guys can can ship in. But Doc and Cody, I think then look, it's fantastic news, and it's it's kind of because uh, I think Doc. Had, there's Doc with Mendes as well. There was talk about getting there was the that, Yeah, there so was that room, wasn't there? Yes, I'm sure that's uh, 
I'm sure he's doing very well for himself, but well deserved. Do you reckon that's Mendes' first ever Irish client? It probably it's got to be. Yeah. I can't think of any more yeah. unless he's got Robbie Keane. Um, I think he's. I think he's great, and I thought. I think that the two long-standing players we've had for a while, and also it's kind of amongst all the exciting foreign players that we get in. It's 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 great that we're we're retaining players who we've had for like English mm. or British Isles players. We can have more of a touch to the with the fans. Mm. I'm not saying the foreign players can't or won't, but you know they're yeah, they're. Yeah. They're more players we've had for a while, been through the bad times. I think Doty would be a great person to sit down and have a chat with about Wolves, purely, as Hoop says, all the managers mm. that, he's, that have come and gone and the regimes that he's been under. Yeah, He must have some, some great story, well, like training great stories. Well, welcome on if he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, when he's, re- when he's retired, he's put on a few pounds, he goes to Cleveland Arms. He'll have some stories there. Um, yeah, so, good. Okay, so what is he like? Is it 10 years now, is it, for Doc? That, it's got to be pushing right? that at least. Well, I think he made it, for, well, when he made his debut, was it 2011? Yeah. Pull away. Mm. I think it was 2011. I think so it's, it's, not, it's not far right. off then. So, yeah, it's so he's approaching his tenure. Yeah. He's, getting, he's getting there. I love the fact that the pair of them have been asked to play multiple roles at the club mm. and they've just got on with it and they've never let the club down, really. I mean, Doc was nearly our top scorer at one point <laughs> in one season. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, that Lambert yeah. season, when he moved him over to left back, he was immense. Mm. Yeah. But in fairness, he saved us that season. I've, 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 I've got to be honest. Um, there's been points in his career at Wolves where I wouldn't have um, been concerned with him being moved on. Mm. I, have, I have to be absolutely honest, and I'm sure many share that opinion as well. There's been points within his career at Wolves where he hasn't really looked great, but he's not had much competition. But he's gone. He's got through those spells and just grown as a player. Uh, and perhaps another example of Nuno's. Um, coaching skills and his ability to uh, to get more out of his existing players so he's he's been a little bit of a renaissance man mm-hmm. because you know people have talked about the fact that you know perhaps he's not as well received as, as others and there's, there's reasons for that is it the way he comes across is it his position there's so many things but he's not always be, it been um the, the star he's proven to be now and he's he's been absolutely what a find you know really for Looking back, um, but yeah, I have to say because it would be wrong of me to say, oh, you know, I've always rated him because there's times when I've gone, actually, no, I think that's the position we need to to change. But the last few years, he's, he's been immense. I think a, a word for Cody as well because I think just uh, he's such a likable yeah. character. I mean, we mm. know when we we did that did that episode with yeah. him at Molyneux, and he just seems an all round likable, nice mm. guy, very charismatic. He's He's obviously got time for anyone. Yeah. He's obviously got, if you ever like chance meeting with him, he's always got time for to, for a chat. And um, he's another one that's been moved to very positions as well from centre mid. And then even when he played at right back, he was actually quite a competent. Yeah. Right he back was. When, when he yeah. was there, he was. Yeah. He, didn't put, the jacket. he yeah. was yeah quite good there. Um, and he's just took this new position, like as if he's been playing it all his life. Yeah. Really, and he's 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 not really had too many games where he's been at had a poor game or been mm. at fault for any yeah. goals I mean yes people say he struggles against big strikers but I mean we've got Bolly to negate that as well and it's just great to start off all yeah. our attacking moves from the back I just think he's he's never going to score you much of a goal really unless, <laughs> unless it's a penalty at the end of a season but it, it, um, yeah. it's just I think it's just great I think he's such a likeable guy Great, he's great that he's our club captain I think brilliant and hopefully under Nuno's tutelage then he just keeps improving his game well on that nice note that's the end of this bit. We're going to talk more about Bournemouth. We're going to do the quiz and Twitter corner after this. 
Welcome back to the show. Before we get into Bournemouth, just a quick note to our sponsors, Pixel Yeti Media. If you're looking for a web design or a business needs a new logo, a new logo, that's right, isn't it? Lou logo. Well, you could be logo. looking for a logo for your Lou. You could do, yes. yes. <laughs> the Lou logo. who would you get in touch with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we get in touch with Pixel Yeti Media. Right? Ah, that's come on. <laughs> I mean, they're not just web designers, they're a creative agency um, that cover all your design needs from websites to brochures and signage to marketing, logo design, branding. So go check them out at pixelyetimedia.com. Right, gentlemen, Bournemouth on the weekend. It's a Saturday, three o'clock. I missed them. I missed you. Mm, it's been a while, people. hasn't it? It's been a while. Mm. Yeah, there's a song there somewhere, I'm mm. sure. Nickelback, is it? I don't know. I can't remember. Stained. <laughs> Adamood. Ad- that's, that's it. Yeah. Stained. Uh, it's been it. a while. Stained fans spitting on me now, trying to compare them to Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> right, gentlemen, it's time to get over the Magic 40, isn't it? Not yet. I've got a few years left, actually, <laughs> to be honest. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Wolves continue their battle to claim that illustrious seventh-place trophy. Uh, Wolves are two points above Watford in eighth at the moment. Uh, Bournemouth, 11th, with 33 points. The last time out this season, Wolves won 2-0 at home with goals from Jimenez and Cavalero. Now, Bournemouth seem to be a bit of an indifferent side at the minute. They lost both their last two league games, uh, both the way to Liverpool and Cardiff. But they've not lost at home in the league since December the 8th, which was a 4-0 mm. defeat to Liverpool. And they rarely seem to concede at home. They had a 3-0 draw against uh, Brighton, I think it was. Did they beat Chelsea at home? Yeah, was it 4-0? Yeah, four nil? Was yeah it four that nil. was that big one. But apart yeah. from that, with the yeah. other games they've had in the league at home, They've not really conceded. Uh, Callum Wilson's got uh, 11 goals so far this season. This could be a bit interesting, gentlemen. What do we think on the old ball mouth? <laughs> I think the the ground is very much set up to the way they play. It's a very tight little pitch. and mm. Obviously, they're very good at doing the intricate ball work and everything. That sounds well. Um, <laughs> tight pitch and ball work. Yeah, <laughs> But no, it's kind of like the old delis, isn't it, really, Bournemouth? So it probably does suit them at home, mm. you're right. If, if you forget that it's only like what a 12k ground yeah as well yeah there's, there's teams in like league one with bigger grounds it's, it's crazy mm. don't talk about loyalty points <laughs> <laughs> tickets about it. oh don't get onto that classic <laughs> again oh jeez what was it what was the conversation was it be- of um, why did um, points come up again at the week a, a couple of days ago on twitter there's been uh, just, there's just any reason for it, yeah. I guess, really. It, it <laughs> might have It's the only forum. Game, well, no, yeah. the, the Bristol City game, wasn't it? That's what uh, brought up a lot mm. of the, the chat about it, because people going, why can't I go? What? I don't get to go to where I guess. It's like we put it on Twitter, just get a big crystal maze dome, put mm. all the tickets in there, start the fans. Grab it's a good <laughs> idea, that is. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Honestly. But uh, we probably haven't got long enough, have we? When we get to the yeah. FA Cup final, <laughs> that is how you saw the tickets out. Yeah. It's a difficult one though, and I do. Someone made a good point the other day, and I and I get it, and I won't labour the point because I know we've been over it. But it's, people will probably be interested to hear views on it. I, I get it. I I had the season ticket probably from ninety seven till I don't know two thousand fourteen fifteen, and then for whatever reason I didn't renew. And I thought it was interesting that when you don't, you're at the back of the queue as if you've never seen a game before. However, you've had that many, you know, ten to fifteen years. And, you know, people have maybe had a season ticket for 20 years and then don't get a game. But you can't do anything about it. Mm. The, the system is there. You can't really, um, you know, it has to be basically on a renewal basis. Um, so I do get it. And it is kind of a shame. And I do think perhaps I can't get to as many games as I, I could do or I can't share it with as many people as I could. But ultimately, that is success. Yeah, and, and you know, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. it's like anything. It's like if you, I don't know, say for example, 
in any field if you like your music and then a band gets successful or you know if, if in any, anything in life that becomes a success then the demand is 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 great so you're not really going to appease people so you can't so i do get it and i do have a certain sympathy but um there's not really much mm. you can do uh, but you know yeah. because you know. because there re- the re- is a demand for tickets people are going to buy tickets and just sell them on it's, yeah, that's why you, you see the stories about people on Facebook selling them for extortion amounts. Well, if Wolves are doing well and casual fans want to go to a game, mm. regular fans are going to go, I'm not bothered about this game, I'll just sell my ticket, it's going to happen. Mm. It's simple, as I alluded to there, it's, like, it's simple, it's economics really, it's supply and demand. Mm. So, guess what, if you're bottom of the championship or, or look, during nil-nil every week with Kenny Jacket in charge, you're probably not going to get a massive demand yeah. for people to go to away games because mm. people will suddenly find other things to do. and, and you know, mm. So there's more opportunity there to go, but it shouldn't come as a shock to many people that if you get into the Premier League and then you start doing as well as we've been doing, everyone's going to want to go. And yeah, the, the loyalty points for systems I see is quite fair. If you you go to more away games, you get a chance to go to yep. more other away games. Yeah. I saw some ideas about you know this two hundred ticket free for all ballot, mm-hmm. and I just I don't see that being I see that as an unfair system because the obvious argument is if you have one two way games you have the points but then you you don't make the cut mm. and then you fall into this two hundred bracket where anyone can get it how is a loyal fan then being rewarded yeah. you know mm. I can see yeah. You know, unless you make an event even hide two hundred tickets somewhere among Molyneux and let people <laughs> yeah. out and go and find them. Probably like Hunger Games style yeah. event. Hide them all in the museum. I'll get people to go in there. Look at that! Yeah, people fighting amongst each other, <laughs> get, smashing the memorabilia out, <laughs> just <laughs> whacking over yeah. his head, smashing the trophy chase, get the championship trophy. Out. There's a ticket in there somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I mean, we have digressed a bit from Bournemouth, but um, I, oh, I, I think I, people I, might I do, want to know. I do, yeah, I, I do think that. The, I think the, it's a much talked about topic in the minute, and I think as. Hopefully, Wolves continue on the path they're on at the moment. It's going to be more of a issue. Yes, okay, maybe at yeah. home when the stadium's redone, it might ease it a tiny bit. But I think as we've talked about before, as long as Wolves continue on this path, you are going to get casual fans coming back going, "Oh yeah, I fancy a game." You're going to get your tourist fans coming in mm, yeah. saying, "I want to go yeah. get a game." Um, and it's, I don't. It's like Roy was just right. I think. There's no really. I don't think there's any way you can really fix the system inverted no. commas. I no. think they, they've done the best they can yeah. with the silver away season ticket mm. to try and alleviate the issue. But there's no perfect answer to it, really. Is that someone's going to end up being shat on eventually with it, and it's it's just the way it is, unfortunately. Back onto Bournemouth, gentlemen. You're talking about being shat on. <laughs> let's 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 go to the seaside. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm obviously not trying to say that Wolves will lose at the weekend, but if for some reason Wolves weren't to get the points weekend, we'd still only drop down to eighth. It's, it's incredible, incredible really, isn't it? Wonderful. But I want to get over the magic forty. I want those. <laughs> <laughs> I want to relax. Once you get over that point, that's it. I don't care about the rest of the season. We're going to see a different day. Once we yeah. get forty yeah. points, yeah. we're we'll like, yep, don't care. It's what we lost three now? Ah, don't care. Yeah. Don't He's going to start predicting every game to three nil, doing the win. Neves is injured for the rest of the season. Actually, no, don't mention that. No, no. <laughs> let's not get there again. Um, Team wise, uh, the weekend, gentlemen. As long as Jota's fit, because I think he obviously wasn't there for the game against Bristol City because he had a, a knock. As long as he's fit, usual team that we've seen for the last few weeks. I should imagine so. And yeah. if not fit, does Cavalero go into that role? Or would you like to see somebody else like Traore or Costa in that position? Traore only can't be trusted unless he's playing right wing. Mm-hmm. Costa's just been dog shit. Sorry, Adam. So, yeah, it's Cav. <laughs> 
No, no, I, I mean, uh, I've, I've probably indulged a lot about Costa recently, but, um, but uh, it's, it is, it's, well, it's it, every every game goes by that he plays, it gets harder to defend him, <laughs> if I'm honest. Um, I mean, he's, he has, I think the, cl- the club has probably moved on too quickly without him. He's just not, other players have progressed with a groan mm. and stepped up to the plate and unfortunately he's taken a few steps back but you can trace the root cause of that I think back to his injury which I still think is playing on his mm. mind and he's, he's he never dives into to tackles the guy in front of me the South Bank Corps and the biggest pussy in the squad because he's always backed <laughs> out of it and uh, annoyingly he's probably right but um, it doesn't matter because he'll be sold in the summer anyway I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't think we'll see him come you know, past his summer but um, yeah team wise I would have I'd have Cab there yeah. alongside. It's it's a sensible sensible replacement. So, yeah. It's it's a sensible. There's no need to change the team otherwise. And with the not jinx anything, but with their lack of injuries so far, you know you don't foresee any major change. You don't mm-hmm. really foresee. Anything. I mean, the team you race to get the team news, and you know most most weeks. But no, it's not really anything. You look and go, yep, yeah, thought that yeah, same yeah, again because yeah. we just there's no reason to change it. And you're uh, checking to see the bench name or something. He's Kilman on the bench. <laughs> yeah, he's right on the bench. <laughs> right? Are you in unison with Cav? I'm. I'm in unison with with you guys on that. I think. Yeah, I mean, Nuno likes uh, to pick the same side. You know, he did that obviously famously at the start of the season until he got a little bit unstuck and had to mix it about a bit. But this current crop. Um, of you know nine ten you know with Jota in and out of the side through injuries is our most um, successful side and most realistic to get a result so yeah Cav for me if, if Jota's not fit um, and even if to be honest even if Jota's not quite there maybe Jota on the bench is an amazing option until mm-hmm. he gets fully up to speed and and Cav does deserve that that start I think. Um, so yeah, can I just say though, I do think before the season's out that Costa will score another goal. Oh, his farewell mm. farewell mm. goal. I won't say when or where because I don't know, <laughs> but I just have a feeling he will score one more goal in your back garden. The winner in, my, in, in the my, FA Cup. In my sweetest dreams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, we're going to do uh, the quiz in a second. Let's just do predictions to wrap up the preview. Andy, what are you going for? Bournemouth versus Wolverhampton Wanderers Football Club. I think it'll be a tetchy one nil win. Oh, tetchy. Tetchy. Mm. Oh, tetchy. Why uh, tetchy? I just think because they are hair looks like a tetchy yeah, sort. They they do play quite a shit house way. <laughs> so I can imagine they'll try and wind up our lot and They've got form for that. They've yeah. Got, who was it? As Van La Parra, wasn't it? Who got sent off with, uh, you know, and a couple Doc years as ago? Well. And mm. Doc. Yeah. Was it, cause it was it a high it was a high boot, wasn't it? I think Van La Parra. Yeah. I can't remember it what was, it was. I think yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That's when they were like shitos in their way to the, yeah. the title, and that's that's very much what they've always done to us. It's always been quite mm. a niggly kind of game, so I think it'll end up being another one of those. So a tetchy win for Andy Adam. Yeah, tricky one. Let's predict really Bournemouth. Like you say, they'll they'll when they have a good result, it really mm. stands out. But then they just go when they lose, it's just that oh, well it's expected because it's yeah. Bournemouth. Mm. So I mean, I think that. Yeah, a, a draw wouldn't be the end of the world. Mm. Um, but it, like most weeks, I just think we've got better players than them, a better manager. So I'd lo- I'd think we'd probably come away with a two-one win. Two-one win, right? Two-nil, two-nil win. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah, you've got. Yeah, I fancy us. We're in, we're in good form at the moment. So two-nil. I'm going to go for a Desmond two-two. Okay. 
I think it's going to be like Andy said, mm. I think it's going to be a tetchy game. Goals galore. Mm. But we're but going to get the magic 40. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll yeah. cry in the corner. <laughs> but what a position to be in, as you were just referring yeah, yeah. to there, though. Isn't it great? I wouldn't call it a no-pressure game, no. but because of how well we're doing at the moment and we, you know, we, we're advancing in the cup and because of the position that we're in, it's just great because it's like, well, yeah. actually, as you say, if we, if we drop points on this one, okay. But, you know, yeah. there's plenty more to come, but yeah. And we have got Huddersfield on Tuesday, is it? Have, away? Yeah. And then we've got Cardiff, and we knew what happened at the start <laughs> of the season. So there'll be a bit of, not pressure, kind of knowing that we can beat those teams. Yeah. So, anyway, right, should we do the quiz, everybody? Oh, okay. Let's do it. It's the quiz time. <clears throat> Someone do a quiz jingle. <laughs> when Wolves played Bournemouth in... 1942 who was <laughs> number one <laughs> in the hit window cleaner yeah <laughs> it's the quiz time it's, it's the quiz. quiz time hang on thank you dan for the quiz it's the oh quiz. have you ever done that before <laughs> have you ever done has, has the piano ever been on the the pod before? i think he has oh god that's to say that would I be a crazy lo- opportunity we actually have a musical <laughs> instrument and it's you know Probably because of where I'm sitting, I've never noticed. I should actually yeah. learn the piano, shouldn't I? In that respect, yeah. so, Leg, can you play yeah. the Moonlight Sonata, please? Or at least the Benny Hill mm. theme tune. Uh... Oh my. That's all you get. Wow. Mm. There's more to that, but you know. <laughs> I'm not going to embarrass myself. Anyway, let's start the quiz, everybody. Uh, on the 3rd of March 2015, Wolves lost 2 1 away to this weekend's opponents of Bournemouth, but name the two Wolves goalkeepers. In the squad that day. So 2-1 away defeat to Bournemouth. The two Wolves goalkeepers in the 2015 3rd of March squad. And play along at home at Do We Do FC Fancast Twitter. No one since still has told us how they got in the quiz for a whole season. (laughs) Please do. So two goalkeepers, 2015, 2-1 defeat away. Who were the goalkeepers? Who's going to show their cards I'll just go. I'll just go. I'm useless at these quizzes. My memory's terrible. I'm just going to go with probably not the obvious and go with something like Carl Ikemi, and this isn't going to be right, and Graham Stack. So Ikemi and Stack. It's not going to be right. I think it was Ikemi and Kuschak. Kuschak and oh. Ikemi. I was going to go with Ikemi and McCary. Well, I will give you a point for each one. And it was Kuzak oh. and McCary. Oh. So, oh, what... I <laughs> <laughs> so one one zero. Uh, what were Bournemouth the first club to do in the nineteen ninety two FA Cup? So, what were Bournemouth the first club to do in the ninety two FA Cup? This is a great stat by Dan, by the way. <laughs> so, ninety two FA Cup. What were the first club to do? Trying to get Dan's mindset for these questions. <laughs> I think I, I, I will give you a round of applause if, if you get this. It's a gettable answer, but it's also a kind mm. of, oh, fair play, fair play. So, 92. 92 FA, FA Cup. Cup. Bournemouth were the first club to do what? The first... First non-league club to get to the quarterfinals? So, first non-league club to get to the quarterfinals. God, this is a vague question. It is, isn't it? It's <laughs> basically said, what am I thinking? <laughs> The first South Coast club to come from three goals down to win a game. Okay, all right, yeah, 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 right. He's been doing the calculations here. 
you've seen through your telepathic head <laughs> all the workings <laughs> in this mine. Um, first club to begin with the letter B. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't know, the first club to introduce electronic scoreboards. Ah, he's ruining the place. Sorry. Stop ruining no. the place. Yeah. Uh, no, none of you are close yeah. at all. Uh, the first... Hang on. There we go. The first club to win an FA Cup tie live on television by way of penalties, wow. which was against mm. Newcastle. Which they won. So well. they, they pop their cherries. That, that I wonder if the Newcastle fans are still complaining about that. <laughs> <laughs> right, next question. Uh, February 2013, Wolves ran out 4-2 winners away to Ipswich Town for some reason. <laughs> yeah, because that's <laughs> why they got the wrong week. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Kenny Miller got two. Name the other two scorers. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping you... I don't know why he's put Ipswich Town here. Maybe to throw us off the scent a bit, but yeah, is Ipswich Town. Kenny Miller got two. Name the other two scorers. I think he's run out of questions to do with what Bournemouth. What are you doing, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, February 2013, uh, 4-2 win. Kenny Miller got two, the other two scorers. February 2014. I'm just going to... No, just... 2003. February 2003. I was going to say... Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean Miller to, wasn't I there. Why is it 2014? I don't know. There were 4-2 winners in February 2003. Oh, okay. I'm going to go with Kevin Cooper... Uh, and Paul Ince. Paul Ince. Kevin Cooper and Paul Ince, there is a point each. I will say Cameron and Everson. Cameron Everson. When you said 14, I was going to say Elakobi, so I'll go with the left back of the time, Lee Naylor and. Um, <laughs> no one just thinking it might be an approving noise there yeah. from right. And, and Mezzi's favourite, Paul Butler. Uh, well, there's somebody has got a point on the board, and it is Andy Lee oh. Naylor. Lee Naylor. Oh, wow. yeah. And Jordan Dar uh, was the other one. So 2 1 nil. Come on, Roy. You can I know, I know. <laughs> I thought he might. I just, it's not like, oh, I knew that. But no, when he said he said Naylor, I, I, I think I listened to another podcast because there's a few about now we're doing well. If you <laughs> Is there? That. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I um, and, and I think Naylor was saying he scored a good goal against Ipswich. So, yeah. Uh, name the player who went on to play for Wolves who scored against us that game. So, who for scored? For Ipswich. For Ipswich. Who scored for Ipswich against Wolves in that 4 2 win um, that went on to play for Wolves? Sorry about the silences, everyone. Yes, it's good. Yeah. Play something on the piano while we think. It's like Cats does count down. That's what I was thinking. It's Cats does count down, yeah. The tension round. Manuel Tetis is too. That was before then, wasn't it? We're done. Right, give us some answers. Give us some guesses. I'm trying to think of Ipswich players. I can't think of any players who've signed from Ipswich. May not have come from Ipswich, could have come from a different route. Via Ipswich, if you know what I mean. Just says who went to who went to play for Wolves doesn't mean that they went directly from Ipswich to Wolves. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Are you all going to pass this question? I'm going to I'm going to say Andy Marshall. Andy Marshall, okay. The only player I can think of who had a loan at both of our clubs was Jermaine Pennant, but I think that would have been too early. But I'll go Pennant. Pennant, right? Pass. <laughs> uh, Marcus Bent 
Marcus Bent. Right. Oh, yeah. We nearly forgot he even played for us, to be honest. Nearly the end of the quiz. Which movie star comedian drew Bournemouth out of the hat to be his team of choice on Soccer AM? Movie star comedian. I'm going to go with Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Movie star comedian. Uh... Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> Adam, uh, Adam, he could draw. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. No, Seth Rogen. Okay. Uh, uh, so final one then it's 2-1 Neil so this is a chance for a tiebreaker we have no tiebreaker so don't get this answer right Adam <laughs> there, there'll be no chance of that I mean, don't that. Uh, we'll do it anyway uh, what year were Fosun founded by our overlord Guai Guanchang and four others what year was it that Fosun were founded I'm going to go 2002 2002 any other guesses here Adam to steal well to to draw basically to draw level uh, um, they've been going for a few years haven't they I think Are that, uh, how long would Chinese conglomerates go for just <laughs> um, <laughs> on company's house two, no 19 oh 91 ok 91 1984 1984 um, silver sure silver, silver, silver mm. cross is it as well? Yes, yeah. yeah. they're in the, yeah. the, the sticker book this year. Look at the silver cross sticker in the old sticker. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Right, gentlemen, it's the last part of the podcast. It's Twitter slash Facebook corner. Uh, we've included Facebook now because we actually get questions on Facebook. Mm, social corner. Yeah, social, we might have to rebrand <laughs> the social, your corner. <laughs> the social corner. Uh, send it at WWFC Fancast on Twitter or Facebook Walls Fancast, and we'll you send us questions and we'll decide if we answer them or not. Um, Brett. With his weekly question, no. his weird weekly question, gentlemen. It's time for Brett's weird weekly question. Yeah. He needs his own theme. <laughs> it's, Brett's it's Brett's weekly question. It's Brett Hart. <laughs> <laughs> um, if animals could talk, which would be the rudest? Uh, considering chimpanzees quite happily throw their shit at the people, it's got to be a chimp. Yeah. Mm. I mean, giraffes maybe. Long Badgers. Neck. Yeah. Because I just don't give a fuck to them. <laughs> They've ruined nah. my garden enough times. You said that were skunks as well, couldn't you? You know, bad smell. I think they might be a bit sheepish and a bit... Uh, embarrassed embarrassed by, by it, yeah. yeah, yeah Badgers yeah, are true. just arseholes. <laughs> <laughs> the rudest. Uh, cheaters. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, just run away. There's no explanation. Dan Preston, forgot, best forgotten 90s Wolves player. Forgotten. Mm. Oh, we need more time for that. Surely, by the, the, the nature of the question, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll have to try and think. But no, we'll come back. We'll, we'll maybe circle around that one. Aid Nichols. Um, how do dragons blow out candles? There's a joke mm. there somewhere. Mm. Yeah. 
just whack the wings fast enough to put it out. Uh, Chris Wood, uh, where would you like Wolves to do their pre-season Chris tour? Chris Wood, is, uh, is Kenny Jacket still after him? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, pre-season tour for Wolves in the summer. Surely America's still the dream out of all of them. It is, but if we've got an early start in the uh, Europa Cup. Oh, I'm kind of thinking. Mm. Might need somewhere a little bit closer to Ireland home. again. Yeah, Ireland. Yeah. How about a nice tour of Scandinavia? Oh, good. yeah. yeah Maybe yeah. Sweden, Sweden Wolves. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go to the Northern yeah. Lights, have a salt bath. I've got my yeah. 90s yeah, my 90s forgotten footballer, Mark Williams. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 Mark yes. Williams. Leading Nora. Mm. That's a good one. Um, Zach saying, what colour would you like next season's away strip to be? Maybe go back for a blue again? Sky maybe, blue? Maybe, yeah, maybe a sky blue. Yeah. Or I, maybe, I do I do like the white kit. It's just glassy. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'll what, prefer what a grass about... green colour. Mm. Green's for goalkeepers, though. Yeah. Mm. No, I was thinking of that wall, that fake wall Spanish, you know, the, the, oh, that, that oh, green one across yes. oh, yeah. social media. Or that, that, sorry. That was, what, the one, the black and the, like, a luminous yellow... Yellow piping. Yellow piping. That was that was that was a favourite. How was that one well, from? Was it the year we got promoted in '08? The black one with the lime fluorescent green. Yeah, bits that, as yeah, well. yeah, yeah, that's one. Yeah, classic. Didn't we wear our gold away shorts with that the once against Watford? <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, it was atrocious. <laughs> um, you... When we do play Watford, what unusual factors? <laughs> <laughs> um, Jimmy Taylor says, "Did we ever find out what nutmeg did?" Yeah, they were kit supply, weren't they, for a but while? What were, but what uh, In terms of, I think they were an yeah. American-based yeah, company, weren't they? If I remember right, that, yeah. I think they had a deal with the NBA. Oh, okay, I think. Mm. We I were did not associated know with the NBA. Look at I that! Look so. how hipster we are. I, I might be wrong, but uh, pioneers even yeah. then. Yeah. yeah. What about Bukta? Remember Bukta? What was Birda as well? Remember Birda? That they were. Swiss. They were American. Were they American? Mm. I they were Swiss. Or did they provide the Swiss kit? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were, weren't we their first football? And another kit. national team, I think. I thought well. they did, yeah. like, yeah, the, probably the Swiss team and then yeah. some, like, the Qatari national team. Um, Jamie Walters, if the new stadium incorporates some form of restaurant train, who would you like? For example, a pre game Nando's? Nando, well, took them all out of my mouth. Yeah, I'm happy with Nando's. It'd have to be Nando's just for all the Portuguese, wouldn't it? Makes sense. Maybe like Marco Pierre White. <laughs> a bit of Miller and Carter. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 nice state restaurant. Have a Michelin star chef before the game. That, that, a ten that, course that, tasting yeah, menu yeah. beforehand. Be good. Uh, Andy Matthews, have any of you guys supported another local team at, at some point? I know one of you has. Who's that? Oh. Someone who knows Andy Matthews. Yeah. Someone on the group chat's going to tell us that. Anyone, have we, have we supported a local team at any point apart from. Our beloved AFC Wolf Reunions, of course. I was just going to add that. Yeah, that's that's the only. Uh, no, someone in the group no. has got a dish. Mm-hmm. Someone knows some goss. If, 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 if Mr. Matthews wants to uh, uh, message the fancast group privately, or if anyone listening wants to reveal, we will mm-hmm. find out. That's like a little who done it there. Mm-hmm. It is, little, yeah. little mystery. I reckon yeah. Ben's a secret Villa fan, <laughs> just because yeah. the hate he gives them now. Yeah. Uh, uh, a couple of more questions. Is it possible for Doc could make the Premier League team of the season? That's from Callum Opal on Facebook. His stats have suggested that he, mm. he's up there for for his position. Well, so, what better yeah. right back is there? Oh. Oh. 
Yeah, silence. No, see, no, see, no, no, seriously. <laughs> no, well, this is it, yeah. I mean, I think you can. I mean, uh, this is an interesting one, whether or not. I think we'll hold on to him, but there's got to be some big size, you know, Spurs or people like that have got to be looking at him, haven't they? Uh, final question, Dom Hall. If Wolves finish seventh this season, what will Fosens aim to be next season as half the transfer window money will be spent on signing Jimenez and Dendonka? Now, Dendonka will happen anyway, won't it? Because mm-hmm. of what happened. But obviously, mm-hmm. you would still hope Jimenez uh, comes through. But do you think they'll spend less? I, I don't know where the FFP lines are drawn. Is this the last summer before it all I think they can probably be kicks clever, in? though, can't they, with the way in which deals are structured? The Fosen yeah. Molyneux Stadium. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I I think I'd imagine more going loans. into Europe would also add another layer to the FFP mm. anyway, I think. Mm. I think each each yeah. season you're in the Premier League, you, your wage barrier, or your wage ceiling goes up, doesn't it? Yeah, you're it's by seven million or something. Spend more. It sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. If we are lucky enough to, to go into Europe, then that increases further because that's another income stream yep. coming in. Um, if people get down the museum and get more in- income streams for the club, we'll go be- <laughs> maybe we can spend even more. But um, the aim is world domination, clearly. Basically, look, we're going to spend mm, money we? aim yeah. next year. Yeah. We're the, spend money. the difficulty will be is that we know that Nuno likes to work with a 18, 19 man mm. squad plus younger players. If we're going to be attacking the league, two domestic cups and a European cup an 18, 19 man squad ain't going to be big enough I love so. how we're, we're talking about two strikers we may stretch ourselves and get in another striker might, might, might have a treat let's <laughs> <laughs> treat ourselves I love it how we're kind of almost insinuating that Europe could probably happen I think well, it's great yeah, and, and this is it isn't it and I, I get this all Tell the time the at what point do I go this is the team that I support we are that Mm. bloody good and it's mm. I still have those pinch me moments where you just kind of I don't know history kind of has let you down with walls at times and now it's like it, 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 we've never had it better and, mm. and it's great to and to come on and talk about it and um, what's yeah. good is like when when the cup draw happened like some I think there were some Man United fans who've generally gone, oh, I wanted to avoid Wolves. Yeah. 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 When, yeah. in the history of times, that happened in our <laughs> lifetime, probably, mm. maybe not. No. But uh, people genuinely want to see us as a threat. Probably to, the, yeah. the 50s, yeah. probably. Yeah. But I think it's crazy that like we'll talk about it in the group chat, and it almost feels like, oh, it's, it's we're sort of semi-serious, there's a sort of jokey element to it, but then you pick up a newspaper and mm. the actual press are talking about us getting challenging for Europe, and it, I think if it it's comes to, if it comes to April and we're still in a in seventh or a realistic position around then I think that's when you start thinking hang on this actually could mm. happen mm. and then it gets all taken away from us last day of the season but it's all it's <laughs> no. all good, good I do happen. think it's funny though the fact you know we are one game from from Wembley in the cup yet fine margins we we're like ninety seconds from going out to Shrewsbury yeah. away yeah. weren't we mm-hmm. yeah and it's, it's those little fine dock again yeah. God bless him. It's just those fine margins, isn't it? I mean, that's what you, that's what football's all about, though, isn't it? These, these little fine margins. We were that close to just going out, and it would have been a bit of an embarrassing result. And then here we are. We've got a cracking quarterfinal, really. Mm. And then win that, and that's the first step towards world domination. And you, you mm. imagine as well, maybe three or four seasons ago, when we had those turgid seasons under Kenny Jackett. And I don't think really that was Kenny Jackett's fault, for example. But mm. you said... You're going to have a fourth round game against Man United. 
in the FA Cup, you would have snapped your hand off, wouldn't you, really? <laughs> you would. Yeah, and now, you would. You're, now you're all almost I just think slightly <laughs> complaining about it, like, oh, we've got Man United <laughs> in the Cup, we can't have this but, Cup run anymore. Because that was a novelty then. Yeah. And and, the, and this is my thing, when you're playing these sides every week, it was it, that was that was a novelty, but now it's like, actually, we could win this Cup, mm. genuinely. Um, I just think that the progression that we've had has been so so rapid sometimes you do lose mm. you do lose stock of, of how far we've come so quickly it's probably even taken the club by surprise mm. yeah. that mm. how fast we've come mm. I mean, I'd love to have saw the team sheet you know start the season two years ago say and it'd be unrecognisable to, to yeah. what we've got now and like you know the the, the team that we had last season under jacket um even, it's just, it's just, it just a bit, it baffles you a little bit, yeah. really, to see how how fast we've come. Because when I mean, when Man City first had their influx of money, they didn't they didn't get as good no. as quickly as we no, yeah. we it took, are. Took so them about way. two or three years, yeah. didn't it? Well, it took. He first had that Shinny Watcher, and then it took him to go. And then when the uh, the Abu Dhabi lot come in, that's when like the accelerator got pushed mm. down. But that mm. they're like meg, no, just. Stratospheric yeah, yeah. wealth. I mean, even if you compare where we are now to where we were at the start of Fosen, that first game under Zenga against Rotherham, the yeah. two-all yeah. draw. Two all, yeah. I imagine there's probably only Doherty who's I still love the fact that Mendes. Yeah. And I don't think Doherty there. started yeah. that game. Rotherham, yeah. a Rotherham was in Rotherham, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and he also went to Barnsley. Yes, on the cold. Hanging out with the uh, the Chuckle Brothers, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Rotherham, yeah. God rest his soul. It is, as we've said, it is. It's probably the best team of our lifetime yeah. that we've seen oh, yeah. every, every, every week. We should, we should be every week we go and watch this team. We should just be like thanking a lot of people that mm. you know we, we're here to witness the, these great players play for Wolves. No one no, should ever forget the dross that we've had to mm. watch yep. in centre mid, like Darren Potter and Darren Gibson and Christ knows who else, Quasi, and 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 look at the three we've. We've got a midfield mm. now. I mean, we should be just be watching that yeah, in the yeah. sepia tone every every mm. match day because we should be so thankful for what. Yeah, we've got to, at the to, to an extent, it's like when you play. You know, as a kid, you play football manager, you play FIFA, and you progress walls, and you see how great your team becomes if you're lucky enough, and then. You th- you're in the back of your head, you think, thinking, I want it'd be so great if this ever happens to Wolves in the future, but it's never going to happen, mm. is it? And now that you, you're seeing football manager in real life, and it's just incredible. Mm. Absolutely incredible. On that astonishment, gentlemen, mm. that is where we will end this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening. We've got a new episode of the media series coming out this week. We'll be talking to James Bird from Monday R Magazine about publications. So check them out on your feeds when it drops. Uh, follow us on Twitter all week. Uh, uh, just type in Wolves Fancast and you'll find us there for your lols and trolls. And we'll be back next week, everybody, to talk about Bournemouth and Huddersfield. But for this week, bye from Andy. Been a pleasure. Bye from Adam. <laughs> bye bye. Bye from Roy. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> bye from me. See you next time. <laughs>